0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: Oakland A's baseball is just an hour away. Going
2: back is
3: Goodwin. He will turn and watch it fly. And the A's have taken the lead. Swing and a miss. Tied him up inside. A slider down and
1: in. This is the A's Total Access pregame show on A's Cast, home to Major League Baseball's number one podcast. Here is Chris Townsend. I can't tell
4: you how much fun it's going to be tonight here at the ballpark. The Red Sox are in town, but more importantly... We are going to have a packed house. As of right now, the fans are rolling in. Rodriguez up against Montas. 6.40 start time. It's the Sox and it's the Athletics, two of the best teams in baseball for the A's. They got to get it going as they lost two of three to the Texas Rangers to open up this homestand. And they're just 4-8 and eight over their last 12. And currently right now, looking at the scoreboard, the Astros are up on the Indians right now, 6-zip, and that's in the bottom of the fourth inning in Cleveland. And the A's right now, a game and a half back of the Houston Astros in the National League West. Looking at the Red Sox in the east, they have a three-and-a-half game lead over the Rays. Remember, they got out to a hot start, then the Rays could not lose. Rays passed the Red Sox, but now the Rays, who lost three in a row, four and six in their last 10 they have dropped so the red Sox at 51 and 31 have a three and a half game lead over tampa eight and a half over toronto and nine over the new york yankees so you got a really good ball club that's coming into town they are hot so the a's got to step their game up and it starts with frankie montas but today was really special for yours truly as we finally were able to get back on the field for our live talk show, A's Cast Live, which you hear on A's Cast. Good to see the players. As we had not seen the players since 2019, the last time I was on the field you got to go back to the 2019 wild card game, and the last time we had a packed house was the 2019 wild card game. We're going to have fireworks. It's an absolute beautiful, it's going to be a beautiful night here in Oakland, California. Cannot wait. But to see all the fans rolling rolling in, I can tell you, talking to some of the players today, and we had Chris Bassett on, where they're all just appreciative to have the fans back. And they're all looking forward to a jam-packed, pretty much a sellout crowd tonight as we're going to have fireworks after the game also. But coming up next, we're going to talk to Ray Fossey as we get you ready for the Athletics and the Red Sox right here on A's Total Access, brought to you by Francis Ford Coppola Winery.
5: Some things just go together. Peanut butter and jelly, cookies and milk, Oakland and Kaiser Permanente,
7: Howdy y'all, I'm hearing a lot of squabbling over who has the best chicken sandwich. But as the restaurant with chicken in our name, we let our sandwiches do the talking. The new KFC chicken sandwich has a huge breaded and extra crispy 100% white meat chicken filet, thick crinkle cut pickles and real mayo in classic or spicy, stacked on a toasted buttery brioche bun for only $3.99, making this a clear cut chicken winner. Order the new KFC sandwich on the KFC app. At participating locations only, prices may vary, tax extra.
1: Your miles go further with the Capital One Venture Card. With Venture, you earn miles that you can actually use for more than just air travel. Right now, you can earn 100,000 bonus miles redeemable for vacation rentals, car rentals, and more when you spend $20,000 in the first year with the Capital One Venture Card. What's in your wallet? Limited time offer. Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.
8: This is A's Total Access.
4: Chris Townsend and Ray Fossey with you here on A's Total Access. Ray, get ready for a packed house tonight. Donna, you
9: know, it's, it's nice, actually, to, at this time of the day to hear activity. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean, that's, that's pretty special. It's pretty nice. So, looking forward to it. And, uh, you know, it should be interesting tonight. It should be with the fireworks, with everything, the excitement and... You know, to get that notice about the parking lot, you know, get your parking in advance because, you know, so all good things are happening. Good to see that baseball is back really at 100% starting tonight, if you really think about it. And uh, it, it, it takes, what, over 80 games to really be able to say that, but that's essentially what has happened right now. So it's good to, good to see. and um Good to look down and see your hands moving, arms moving all over the place, you know. I'd say, geez, what nationality is that guy down there on the field? <laughs> <laughs> That's the Italian
4: Chris Townsend right there. Uh, yeah, we were juiced, you know, because yes. it's uh, – yeah, we, we, we were joking with David Force that, you know, if I walked I've, – I've interviewed Cole Irvin like four times I now. Know, if I, I
9: walked up, he, he he's – I'd have to introduce myself, right. but you know, he – he doesn't know what I look like. Well, Of course not, and that's that's the whole thing. And I know we had Chris Bassett on uh, on TV. I don't know during the game, whatever. I said, hey, "Hey, Bass, just wanted to reintroduce myself and told him who I was." I said, "We haven't seen you guys in so long." And he goes, "Who are you?" You know. So, but yeah, it's it's really uh, it's good and it's it's opening up. And, and you know, I, I think the, the the world is kind of seeing what's going on, and let's just hope it can continue.
4: No doubt about yeah. it. And these players staying safe and all of us staying safe. Yeah. And and to have firework
9: night and have all the kids.
4: It's summertime. This is what baseball is all about. Well, exactly.
9: Especially to be able to see them out on the field. And I was just talking uh, some people over in the A's vision, you know, the patriotic fireworks, you know. Uh, you know, it's just all good because there's no fireworks better, I don't think, in baseball than right here. I don't know about other venues. But as far as baseball is concerned, where fans can actually go out on the field and bring their blankets out in the outfield and lay out there and enjoy the fireworks. There's nothing better than that. No, because most places they don't do that. No, no. they, they just. As a matter of fact, Michael Baird was saying that uh, when the club was over in San Francisco, they had the fireworks. And he said normally he has enough time to pack up and get out. He said... Soon as the game was over, boom, 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 boom. Here they go, <laughs> he said. I turned the lights off, and they were just finishing. See, so he said. So I was amongst thirty-nine thousand trying to get out of that park. So it's a little bit nicer here because it does uh, they give the fans enough time to get out on the field and enjoy it. And, and uh, so I mean, it's just it's just a fun time. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, and it's just a happy time. And
4: hopefully, uh, the A's can start playing better because. This Red Sox team is no joke.
9: They better. They won two out of three in Boston. The A's did. But uh, that was earlier in the season. They're playing extremely well. And by the way, Congratulations, Sean Maniah for the American League Pitcher of the Month. Very deserving, even yesterday. He he wasn't the the pitcher of the month that we had hoped to see yesterday's game, but uh, for the month of June, he was the pitcher of the month. You look at Chris Bassett, also pitched extremely well. So a lot of good things happening. And uh, I I see that the the Red Sox have two starters in the All-Star game. Uh, I didn't see the other uh, announcements as far as the starters, but I guess they've made the announcement today yes. for the starters that are voted in by the fans. And so for the Red Sox, I mean, the left side with Bogarts and Devers, I mean, they're pretty good. And uh, they're going to be starting at shortstop and third base for the American League in, in, uh, in, in Colorado uh, at Coors Field. So it's going it's to be fun, but uh, you're right about the Red Sox. They're playing extremely well. And, uh, you know, that Eastern Division is always tough. And like you said, with the Rays, but, I mean, what the Red Sox are doing, now, the Yankees are really in trouble as far as them being able to uh, get back in this thing because right now, the way the Red Sox are playing, they're very confident. And isn't it ironic that when um, uh, John Farrell took over, the Red Sox won the world championship after Bobby Valentine just messed up everything, and then all of a sudden Alex Cora comes back and this ball club that wasn't supposed to do anything this year takes off? And they've got 51 wins as we speak right now so you know my manager a lot of times makes a huge difference And i think that's where bob melvin is special for the oakland athletics because they enjoy playing for him and that's the consistency that the fans are being able to enjoy watching this ball club play and a lot of it starts with bob melvin
4: what year was it that joe rudy raleigh fingers
9: were traded 19, to the boston red Sox? 1976 you oh yeah you weren't here no i was i was sitting in the uh, in the bullpen into arlington texas when i saw that and uh yeah it, w- it was pretty interesting and, and by the way if you really want to see something very unique a one-of-a-kind it's raleigh fingers in a boston red sox uniform with a photograph doug mcwilliams was here and at raleigh being the entrepreneur that he is when it comes to memorabilia he got a picture taken in a boston red sox uniform never played for them but he has a photograph of him in a Boston Red Sox uniform.
4: Yeah, because I was just listening to
9: the, yeah, the, the Vinny and Booze show. Yeah,
4: yeah. And it's just, I mean, this stuff, the stuff, the the amount of dysfunction around this organization. Yeah. And the winning that has gone on. Yeah. To where most organizations, you have
9: that much dysfunction, you're just terrible year after year. Well, and you know, when, when Charlie sold those guys. Um, you know, he knew free agency was coming. I mean, obviously, he, he knew it. And so he, he said, I'm not going to give these guys long-term contracts. They would have stayed together for not a lot of money just for a multi-year contract. And Charlie said, no, I'm not going to do it. And I think Joe Rudy, Joe Rudy said, give me 100 125 and 150 And he said, no. So Joe goes to the Angels, I think, was paid $2 million over five years or something like that. You know, so the, the guys were willing to stay together. But Charlie said, no, I I won't do it. And, you know, there's a man who made money as an owner. Charlie Finley bought low and sold high. (laughs) If you really think about it. So he was no dummy when it came to making money. And, you know, I know he didn't pay his players because I saw part of that for sure firsthand. Do you know in arbitration, when I went to arbitration, I was wanting 60, he was offering 50, which I'd made the year before. And this is 50,000, we're talking minimum 565 now. But I'll never forget, the arbitrator said to Charlie, Charlie, you're too high. And Ray, you're too low, you guys need to meet in the middle. Charlie lit up a cigar and said, nope, not gonna do that. And the arbitrator had to make a decision, one or the other, it was no in between. And my attorney told me, he said, that'll never happen again. I don't think it's ever happened again. Where it's the arbitrator or arbitrators now making the decision on who gets what. Well, who won? I didn't win. I know that. (laughs) I know I made 50 for the next year. That was it. What did did they trade you back to Cleveland for? A bag of baseballs. (laughs) (laughs) No, you know, it it was an interesting story. Uh, My my late father-in-law. Uh, I came out here and played in 73-4-5, and five, and he got a chance to see two world championships. And uh, in, in, on April 1st of 1975, he passed away the a heart attack. I got traded back to Cleveland after that offseason. So it's like he sent Carol and me out here for three years to enjoy the family and for them to enjoy baseball. He bought season tickets right down behind the third base dugout. Down at the end, smoking his cigar. They go to Francesco's and have Linguine and Clams come over to baseball game and watch baseball, go back and get up at 5 o'clock in the morning and start his farming the next day. I mean, it was a remarkable story. But can, lot, can you imagine fun. lighting up a cigar now <laughs> in the <stands? laughs> I know, I know. Uh, no, but he, he bought tickets. And I said, Dad, why do you do that? I'll get you tickets. He says, son, I know where I want to sit every day. And he was at the same spot. He did not and my, uh, my mother-in-law were right there. Did he come to every game? Every game. They drove down from Tracy. He went to World Series. I mean, I mean, it, it was just such a special, special time for him.
4: I miss Francesco.
9: I know. They had a great little bar. Woo. Oh, it was you know, you know, they gave dinner for two for every home run. Gene Sin has hit about 30 that year. <laughs> Have a great call, Thank Ray. you, buddy. Enjoy.
4: Coming up next, Dave Cavill, the president of your Oakland Athletics, right here on A's Total Access.
0: Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store for details. Restrictions apply, requires Xfinity TV service with X1.
6: Your loan personalized. Whether you're planning your next vacation, backyard landscaping, or even consolidating debt,
4: And it's brought to you by Francis Ford Coppola Winery. Dave Cavill joins me every so often for the podcast, The Build, on A's Cast. And this go around, we talked about his continued battle to fight for a new ballpark, and he never gets tired of the fight.
0: Well, I mean, it's it, we're really in the bottom of the ninth inning. So you know, we're doing everything we can to advance our message and get our proposal um, to the city council and, and voted affirmatively on the twentieth of July. Um, it's been, you know, five years of work, blood, sweat, and tears for me personally to get here. We think we have an incredible plan to keep us in Oakland for generations to come. And we just really need that positive vote. So it's, that's the energy that, you know, or the fuel that keeps the energy going is the excitement of, of getting that yes and getting a shovel in the ground and, and building that stadium that I know everyone wants so, uh, so badly.
4: You know, I, I talk about it all the time on the postgame show when callers call me because, you know, I have dealt with this for a long, long time. And I know exactly what the Warriors didn't do. I know exactly what the Raiders didn't do. No one has gotten this far as you have gotten. Why do you think that is that you've gotten to where the A's are versus where the Warriors and the Raiders never even came close?
0: Well, I mean, I think we see Oakland and uh... – facility and venue at the waterfront as such a big positive for the A's, for the community at large. You know, we have this vision, uh, the Fisher family, myself, to, to bring that forth in a positive way. And we're fighting for that. And despite all the opposition of the maritime polluters and some of the other people who um, really don't share that vision, we feel that we're going to do everything we can between now and this vote. And then hopefully once it happens, um, you know, a groundbreaking in the future to find that success and to build on that in an effective way. And so I think that's that's what drives us, and that's why we're excited about where we are. But it's also a little scary because it's kind of all riding on this moment. You know, it could it it there's a chance they could fail. There is a parallel path going on in Southern Nevada because we're running out of time. And so all those things I think have heightened the intensity level of what we're doing, but. Make no mistake about it. We are fighting hard for Oakland harder than anyone, and we hope we find success.
4: You know, I, I don't know how you feel, but this is how I feel. So they never got a chance to vote on the Warriors. They never got mm-hmm. a chance to vote on the Raiders. So this is the one vote that I think is it's really going to be telling how they really feel. We're really going to find out. Because there's so many people in Alameda County. There's so many people, so much of our fans who want this to happen. But I've always tried to stress this is about Oakland now. This is about Oakland residents, the people that they have voted into office. This is the city council. They now get to vote. We're now going to know how they truly feel about professional sports in Oakland. Do you agree on that?
0: Yes, it's a public policy decision. Will sports and will an active, waterfront with commercial entertainment activities like a ballpark be the future of Oakland? And that's the question. And we don't we don't know the answer right now. We put forth this incredible plan. This is as big a project the city has seen since they built the original Coliseum complex over 50 years ago. And they're at a fork in the road as the city and they can decide which way to go. And we're hopeful that they agree with our vision. But until the boat happens, you just never
10: know.
4: Well, and, and I think about if, if anybody says, well, how is it going to work? What will it look like? It's like 13 miles across the bay. Look at Oracle Park. What was around Oracle Park when they, before they built it? And look what it is now. It's amazing how much the Giants and their ballpark changed that part of San Francisco. Isn't that just a blueprint blueprint for what you're talking about?
0: Yeah, that is complete blueprint. What happened down there, I actually lived down there before the ballpark went into Petrero Hill. It wasn't an area you went to. It, it had nothing going on. It was more industrial. And now you see this vibrant area. You have two sporting facilities there with Chase Center, with Oracle Park, with all the housing, including affordable housing. We can have that in Oakland. Oakland can have a waterfront that's just as cool and hip and awesome as San Francisco to attract you know, people and tax dollars and allow people to gather at the waterfront. I mean, we're going to have 18 acres of, of park space on our project. That's going to be tremendous, a regional draw. Um, these are the types of things and the vision that we need for the city, and we just need to hopefully get everyone on the same page so that it makes sense.
4: You know, we talk about risk. There's risk everywhere we are in business. It's just reality. But the A's have spent a lot of money, and you've talked about, on the city of Oakland, you know, with all the money that you've spent there's not a whole lot of risk on their part. No, we have
0: created a proposal to the city that's very fiscally responsible, that really puts the burden on the team uh, to pay for all the on-site infrastructure, to only get reimbursed with you know, project tax revenues that may or may not exist. So we, might, if anyone's going to be holding the bag, it'll be the A's. It won't be the city or the county or the taxpayers. And there's all these other positive benefits that come out of the project. $450 million in community benefits, a billion dollars for the general fund, 7,000 jobs, better air quality and sustainability in the environment down there. Those are all wins. And if the project isn't approved, none of that happens. This is zero, goose egg. And so I think it's important to remember all the positives that come with this and how little risk there really is on the city of Oakland. Now, I understand that there's a bad history with the Raiders deal. And that that clouds some of the thinking here and, and it makes people concerned. And I get that and we're fighting that and we'll fight that until the vote, until the very end. But this is truly a totally separate type of deal and one that does not expose the city's general fund like the previous deal.
4: All right, Dave Dave Cavill on the build right here on A's Total Access. Coming up next, Vince Catronio and greatest games in A's history. Right here on A's Total Access, brought to you by Francis Ford Coppola Winery.
6: In London,
10: it's 10 p.m. Wednesday. In Singapore, it's 5 a.m. Thursday. And in San Francisco, it's 2 p.m. Wednesday. We call that Ring Central Time. Time for teams, customers, and partners to connect online for a real-time work session.
1: How hard can it be to find a Python pro?
5: Sam's startup had a front-end developer walk out the back door. He needs a new software engineer, Stat. What do you mean they just quit? We go live in 72 hours. Indeed can help him hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. With Indeed Instant Match, we immediately show you quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed meet your sponsored job description. Visit indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply.
6: Honey, what are you doing?
5: Oh, you know, learning how to be a hibachi
0: chef.
6: Why?
3: Well, it was so easy to get an auto loan from Navy Federal Credit Union, I needed something more challenging. Heads up!
6: Do not throw that shrimp at me.
3: With decisions in seconds and rates as low as 1.79% APR, Navy Federal makes it so easy to finance a car. Onion volcano! You might want to try harder things. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Credit and collateral subject to approval. Rates subject to change and are based on creditworthiness. worthiness. Advertise rate available for new vehicles. Insured by
8: NCUA. This is A's Total Access.
4: Greatest games in Oakland A's history. Here's Vince Catronio.
3: It had been a long time coming. The athletics were in the midst of a long playoff drought, which finally ended in 2000, nearly a decade since their last October appearance. In the division series, the A's faced the New York Yankees, splitting the first two games of a best of five at Oakland and losing game three in New York. Facing elimination, the ace turned to 22-year-old left-hander Barry Zito, who made his major league debut that season in July against five-time Cy Young Award winner Roger Clemens. That night in the Bronx, October 7th, 2000, is game number 24 on our top 50 list of Oakland's greatest games. Part pitching coach and part Svengali Rick Peterson takes us to moments before the first pitch. And for the laid-back San Diego native Zito, it wasn't as pressure-filled as you might think.
8: So we're sitting next to each other at Yankee Stadium. It's about, you know, it's probably like 40 minutes before the game. And, you know, so I'm start, I start talking. You know, here he is. This is his first playoff start, you know, in his first season, half season in the big league, And he's pitching against his idol, Roger Clemens, right? So I'm talking to him, you know, on the bench. We're sitting in the, on, the, on the bench in Yankee Stadium. Trying, like, I'm trying to relax him, right? As I'm talking to him, he's like doing this panoramic view of Yankee Stadium, looking around Yankee Stadium. Right? And I realize he's not listening to a fricking word I'm saying, right? <laughs> he just looks and he's taking this whole thing in and then he turns and he hits me, like kind of taps me on the arm. And he looks me, we look dead in the eye. We're sitting about 12 inches away from each other, right? He goes, oh my God, I've dreamt about this my whole life. Are you kidding me?
3: Setting the scene for the national television audience is Hall of Famer Joe Morgan with a scouting report on what Barry hoped to accomplish against the Yankees. You see that 195 opponent's batting average, that tells you that he has great stuff. And he has three good pitches, a good fastball, and great overhand curveball, and he also throws a change. And he says that he can win if he can get two of those pitches over. And he said he'll be great if he can get all three over. So we'll see what kind of control he has of all three pitches. And the game was underway at the intimidating old Yankee Stadium, where it was loud and the fans felt like they are right on top of you. One way to silence the crowd was to score early. Following first inning walks to Terrence Long and Jason Giambi, Almeida signs was ready to make that happen.
7: There's a swing and a drive. Blast to the deep left field, and there's your home run. A three-run blast by Almeida signs on Clemens' first pitch to him in the first inning. The A's are up three to nothing in the Bronx.
3: Zito was unfazed by the moment and what was on the line. What helped was the Athletics adding on a chase Clements from the game in the top of the sixth, trying to keep the game close. Ben Grieve extended the Oakland lead even further, as Skip Carey describes on TBS, spelling the end of the Rockets' night versus the A's. When you're a hitter in this position, you have to try to get the ball in the air. You try to
7: lift it. Base hit, three of the drawn innings, three One runner is in, another runner is going to try. Here's the throw to the plate. He is safe, and it's five to
3: nothing. Meanwhile, through the game, Zito did have the pitches working. There may not be much excitement in Carey's voice, but trust me, the Yankee hitters were all twisted up in this montage of his strikeouts. There's a great
11: curveball. That takes care of Justice, one away. And he looks like he's having a good time doing it. Gill is out on strike. Two and two the count.
3: Yeah that's an equalizer right there when
9: he gets you looking for the curveball he throws that fastball and you just do not have time to decide whether it's a strike or not. Doesn't get much better than that in New York.
3: Beautiful. This this kid is he's on top of his game. I mean that curveball is we haven't seen anyone put it in play. Barry pitched five and two thirds allowing only one run with five K's and gave way to the bullpen which allowed only one more hit the rest of the way. Meanwhile, the A's didn't stop scoring and closed out a four-run top of the ninth with Bo Porter at the plate against an aging Dwight Gooden.
7: Trying to stick a few pins in the balloon. There's a bouncing ball. Slowly hit to third. Bare hand pick up attempt. Roaches can't come up with it. Safe at first base, Bo Porter. I think it'll be an infield hit. In from third base with the fourth run of the inning is Chavez and it is now 11 to 1 athletics.
3: Doug Jones put the finishing touches on the night in the bottom of the ninth, setting up a return to the
7: Bay Area. And the pitch on the way, a swing and a fly ball into shallow right, a low pop up, Manichino out, he has it. Manichino in front of the home folks makes the final put out on a pop fly to second base in the bottom of the ninth inning. The Yankees leave a runner on and now They will leave with the A's on accompanying flights across the nation. And tomorrow at five o'clock Pacific time at the net in Oakland, the A's and the Yankees will battle it out to see who wins this series. The athletics have evened it tonight, scoring three on a signs homer in the first, three more in the sixth, and then building to a final of 11 to one. So the rookie outdueled
3: the idol, as Barry Zito kept the A's postseason hopes alive, beating Roger Clemens and the Yankees 11-1 in game four of the American League Division Series. And that game comes in at number 24 on our top 50 list of Oakland's greatest games. Time now for the injury report, brought to you
4: by Kaiser Permanente. Here is Bob Melvin on Mark Canna.
12: No, not here yet. Still, kind of recovering from those, from both shots, uh, and then had an epidural in his back as well. So, he's all covered as as far as all the shots go. Uh, He had some back soreness too. Uh, So, there'll be some downtime for him.
4: Well, they need him back soon because they're betting a buck eighty-three in the last five games. Here's Melvin on the offense.
12: I do. I mean. You know, you look at our overall numbers, what are we middle of the pack kind of offensively? So I think we're, we all know we're, we're better than that. And, you know, we still have a pretty good record to this point. We'd like it to be a couple games better than, than that. But, you know, I think we still have more offensively, which means that, you know, where we are right now is, is, you know, not really what we would want to settle on. So, um. You know, there are a lot of guys, you, you look at their numbers on our team and they are where they normally would be this time of season, which gives you hope for a little bit more offensive output, which means some more wins for us as well.
4: A's Red Sox coming your way next right here on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network.
11: With 24-7 customer service and guaranteed repairs, your progressive policy works the way it's supposed to, unlike this stressful meditation guide.
1: Take a deep breath. Focus on all the things you have to do. Did someone make the vet appointment yet? You don't know? That feels like something you should know.
11: Switch to progressive today.
5: You are a mess.
11: Progressive
10: Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Repairs through Progressive Network shops guaranteed for as long as you own or lease your car.
11: You're home after a long day, preparing dinner. When
5: ew. What's that? It smells like rotten eggs.
11: That might be a natural gas leak.
5: It can't be. We don't have any natural gas appliances.
11: Even if you don't use natural gas, that rotten egg odor could be a sign of a leak in your neighborhood. Because gas lines can be buried anywhere.
5: Shut up.
11: No, speak up. If you ever suspect a leak, leave immediately and call 911 and Southwest Gas.
5: Thanks, Deep Voice narrator.
11: You're very welcome.
5: Swung on,
2: dribbling to left center field. Buxton going back to the track. He's right to the wall. He will watch it fly. And Mariano gets the A's on the board with a three-run home run.
1: A's Cast is your 24-7 destination for A's baseball. Visit athletics.com slash A's Cast for on-demand and live coverage of the Oakland A's. Now back to A's Total Access with Chris Townsend.
4: And, of course, it's brought to you by Francis Ford Coppola Winery. Well, an honor today for Sean Manaya and Lou Trevino. Manaya AL Pitcher of the Month, three wins with a 1.13 ERA and 34 Ks in the month of June. Trevino, AL Reliever of the Month. Lou had six saves for Oakland, posting a 0.71 ERA. Here is Bob Melvin on both his pitchers. Reliever Over of
12: month. the Month. No, I think that's terrific. Nice feather in their caps. They both had really consistent and great months, and both deserve it, so... Um, whenever you get to you know guys like that not only one but two on a particular day it means that, that you know that deservedly so and our pitching staff you look at the numbers of a whole as a whole and, and they're they're holding it up nicely so we're we're proud of both those guys today
4: oh no doubt about it i mean they both of them have been fantastic i mean how about Chris Bassett? I mean, if there was a pitcher of the last two months, Chris Bassett in his last 15 starts is 9-0 and with a 2.74 ERA. He joined us earlier today on A's Cast Live. It was great to see him. We hadn't seen him since 2019. Coming up next, part two of my conversation with the president of the athletics, Dave Cavill, right here on A's Total Access.
6: for all your building and remodeling needs. Francis Ford Coppola Winery is home to wine, food, and adventure.
8: Located just 90 minutes north of Oakland, we invite you to sip through award-winning wines like Diamond Collection Claret and enjoy the magic of Sonoma County in a family-friendly atmosphere known for its superior level of quality and integrity. Book a tasting and learn more at FrancisFordCoppolaWinery.com. Please drink responsibly. 2021 Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Geyserville, Sonoma County, California.
11: You're listening to the A's Total Access Show.
4: Dave Cavill join me for the build on A's Cast Live. And here he is, part two, on how Oakland and Alameda County, well, they may lose all three sports teams, Warriors, Raiders, and A's. Well, I I don't see it either, and that's
0: why we've been so adamant to call for a vote. Because I think when it's presented in those terms, and especially with this proposal that you know uh, really puts the burden on us, hopefully um, people will realize that this is just it's it's a no brainer, and it makes a lot of sense, and we should they should move forward. Um, And so, yeah, no, I agree. I think you're you're reading the tea leaves right, and that's why we have to you know have this conversation in a public forum and hopefully continue to build support for. Uh, the A's staying here and privately financing our facility.
4: And you you talk about, you know, parts of it, the city has to step up. But yes, cities need to invest in their self, right? I mean, isn't that why people pay taxes and we pay our property taxes is for you to reinvest in your own city?
0: Yeah, the the, the types of things that the city, especially with the offsite infrastructure is looking at, those are things that are going to have to be done anyway. Like if they don't handle the sea level rise in Jacksonville and Square, it's just gonna flood. So you might as well use the project revenues from our project to do it, or they're gonna have to find some other source of money or raise taxes, or maybe not do it because there's no money and then it floods. So that, I mean, that doesn't seem like a good solution. So I think you have to look at it holistically. What are the options beyond our project and how the status quo is not tenable. And I think when you see all those things together, and you see that the opposition is really in this for really um, bad faith reasons and not in the best interest of the city, that hopefully the calmer heads will prevail and we'll get an affirmative vote.
4: You know, there's a big project that's been approved in downtown San Jose with Google. It actually, is the site where Lou Wolf wanted to put the the A's back in the day. And you addressed that yesterday, how, how this project and what you're doing is even far more, you know, far more complex than even what Google is going to do in downtown San Jose. And and we're, we we pledged more than double the community benefits,
0: four hundred and fifty million plus of stadium that we pay for, versus two hundred million in San Jose with a project that's ten times bigger. I think when you look at that, you realize especially for the city of Oakland, it's a great deal for the city of Oakland. And there's not like ten more of these deals like stacked up behind us ready to come in. You know, it's really a once-a-generational, maybe even once-a-century opportunity for Oakland uh, to reinvest in its waterfront with private capital to retain, you know, their last professional sports team in the A's, to create future memories at the waterfront in this gorgeous, new, BRK ingles Design stadium. You know, really almost a Sydney Opera House-type view. I mean, a better stadium than they have in, in, in San Francisco. We will be the Envy of those people and they'll come over here and they'll come to our incredible venue. That's going to be tremendous. That's going to be a great moment. And that's what we're fighting for.
4: Yeah. And one of the coolest things is that it's a park that will be open 365 that people will be coming to the, the park year round versus most ballparks that, you know, once the season's over, it's basically locked up. You got to pay for a tour. Your ballpark will always be open. And that's
0: the beauty of it. I mean, that's just a great thing. It's, it's a community asset a public asset that you can be out there at any time. And right now it's fenced off and you got diesel trucks just idling there, creating pollution. And you're going to convert this into 18 acres of public open space and a park on the roof. I mean, it's going to be tremendous. This is, this is what the vision of this project can be. It'll attract people in a regional way. It'll give people a reason to come to Oakland, which doesn't currently have that anymore. And that is something that's critically important for cities, um, you know, future.
4: Are you able to have personal conversations with the, the people who are on the city council? all the
0: time every day it's happening every day on the, when on this interview a couple called me I have to call them back so yes it it's happening every day Well you know I'm articulating our vision, what we're willing to do, you know educating people on the aspects of our proposal, what it can mean for the city and I think the biggest thing I've been spending a lot of time on recently is just stressing to people like, you have to look at what your alternatives are. The alternative to this project, if it doesn't go through, is the A's are not in Oakland, so you lose all three teams, and the waterfront continues to be polluted and not attractive to business and or people. Well, that doesn't seem like a great outcome. So I think it's important for people to remember now, no project is perfect, but you know, this is a great step in a direction that can be really transformative for Oakland and East.
4: Let's end on this. I think uh, the reopening and the fireworks and the Red Sox being in town, 4th of July weekend, I looking at, looking at the uh, 4th of July hat looks incredible, but you know, for you and the organization, really for all of us to have all of our fans back to have a packed house. What is that going to mean for you? What does it mean for the organization? Well, I think it's going to
0: be emotional for a lot of people involved in, you know, just getting us through the storm that was the pandemic, you know, whether it was the days when, you know, we had just cutouts and me and David Forrest and the team to, you know, now that we can have everyone back, our fans here supporting us, having this energy around what we're doing, it's going to be tremendous, County, and we, we can't wait for that day. And we'll have over 30,000 strong um, for the fireworks game and have everyone on the field, It's going to be awesome, so I can't
4: wait. To hear the entire interview, you just got to go to A's Cast, and you get there by going to athletics.com slash A's Cast. Coming up next, it's the Bob Melvin Show right here on A's Total Access, brought to you by Francis Ford Coppola Winery.
10: If the pandemic's taught us anything, it's that the easiest way for germs to get into your body is the nose. We all know how to wash our hands, but how do you clean your nose? For over two million Americans, the answer is Navage nasal care. Navaj uses powered suction to flush out allergens, mucus, and germs that cause congestion, colds, and flu so you can breathe better, sleep deeper, snore less, and feel healthier. Better yet, Navaj is all-natural and drug-free. That's why one of America's top respiratory hospitals recommends nasal irrigation to stay healthy, explaining that bacteria and viruses thrive in warm and moist environments and that you can wash away those germs so they don't make your nose their home. Experience Navage at zero risk. Go to Navaj.com, buy Navage, and use it for a month. If you're not delighted, return it for a full refund. There's nothing to lose and a lifetime of better breathing to gain. Also available at Target, Walgreens, CVS, Bed Bath, and Rite Aid. Navaj, N-A-V-A-G-E.
1: N-A-V-A-G-E. Oh, oh,
6: oh, this is Claudia's O'Reilly Auto Parts story.
1: I had just moved to a new city and barely even knew where the grocery store was yet. When my car wouldn't start one morning, I didn't know who to ask about local shops. But I remembered a name from back home, O'Reilly Auto Parts. I called and they pointed me to a great mechanic just down the street now, I feel a little more at home.
11: Oh, 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 Auto Parts. Looking to
4: stay up to date on all things A's?
8: this is a's total access
2: on a friday night A's kick off the fourth of july weekend the red sox in town for the first of three and bob big crowd expected uh fireworks night tonight i know you've always felt strongly about uh, putting on a good show for the fans when the coliseum is packed
12: that would be great and you know with the red sox in town you know it's going to be a spirited group as it normally is when it's a big crowd i think all our guys are looking forward this tonight so um yeah, I think I get a little bit more nervous sometimes because you really do want to put a put on a good show and we have a a full house here and the place can get you know, pretty raucous here as we've seen in the past so hopefully that is the case tonight
2: what are your thoughts on playing the Sox this weekend Bob they've been red hot you had a a really good series though against them back in May at Fenway
12: we did we probably picked the wrong time right now to get them but you know somebody's got to cool them off so hopefully it's us you look at their offensive numbers and what they've been doing here recently offensively it's it's pretty staggering so uh, I think that's one of the things you try to put away and just go out there and try to execute pitches if you're our pitching staff and you know is our hitters try to uh, draw off the the series that we won over there last time you
2: know you mentioned offense do you think your hitters are on the verge right now bob of breaking out
12: i always do because some of the numbers aren't indicative of what we feel like our guys can do so you know we're middle of the pack i was looking at some of the numbers today i think we're seventh in the league and in runs and rbis and stuff like that and i think our group is is capable of more of that we've had some injuries obviously uh, you know, with Mark Canna out, that one, that one stings a little bit right now, but I do. I think there, there are probably four or five guys in our, our mostly everyday lineup that, that could pick up the pace.
2: Tough game yesterday, of course. I don't want to dwell on that. I do want to ask you about the play that Matt Chapman made down the left field line in the bullpen in the eighth inning. How does he make that play?
12: I don't know. Nobody else can make that play, and, and then not only that, you got to— You know, dodge the water hazard and the sand trap and, you know, a hill out there as far as the bullpens go. And when you're running after that, as if you've played here before, you know it's there. Uh, It's not like you can focus on it, but I think he has a pretty good idea where it is. And uh, you just put that out of your mind and, and try to catch a ball that, you know, not only is you have to go a long way for but here... You can see some third baseman's humbled by pop-ups here with, you know, just a regular pop-up. So that was a spectacular play. And when
2: you're down 8 nothing in the game, that must show you something,
12: it too. It does. He plays one to- one way and at one pace and does it all the time. And that's, you know, it, it, it kind of resonates with our team and kind of who we are. So it doesn't surprise me. You would think in, in an 8 nothing game, that would be one that maybe you wouldn't want to go fetch as much as something else, but he goes at it like it's a one nothing game, and that's just the way he plays. Well,
2: today, Bob, the Players of the Month were named in uh, both leagues, of course, and Sean Manaya, the Pitcher of the Month in the American League, and Lou Trevino, the Reliever of the Month. I guess that's confirmation really of how well you guys pitched in June.
12: Without a doubt, and you know everybody feels good about that. You'd feel good to get one of those awards, let alone two of them. So Lou's come a long way from a few years ago to get back where he is right now. And, and Sean Manai has just been such a consistent performer this year that a game like yesterday just, you know, really feels out of the norm for him. So both these guys should feel good about it, as, our, as does our team.
2: All right. And that's the Bull Mel show for today. And Chris Townsend will send things back down to you.
4: Happy reopening day here at the ballpark. We're going to have a packed house, fireworks. It's going to be an excellent night. Game one of a three-game set against the Red Sox. Coming up next right here on A's
5: Cast.
11: You're home after a long day, preparing dinner when...
5: Ew! What's that? It smells like rotten eggs.
11: That might be a natural gas leak.
5: It can't be. We don't have any natural gas appliances.
11: Even if you don't use natural gas, that rotten egg odor could be a sign of a leak in your neighborhood. Because gas lines can be buried anywhere.
5: Shut up.
11: No, speak up. If you ever suspect a leak, leave immediately and call 911 and Southwest Gas.
5: Thanks, Deep Voice narrator.
11: You're very welcome. Oh, oh, oh. If you're ready for an
8: oil change, trust the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts to recommend the best products for your car. Right now, get five quarts of Valvoline Full Synthetic Motor Oil and a Wix filter for $33.99. Plus, get a $10 gift card after mail in rebate and double O rewards points. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit O'ReillyAuto.com. O, oh, O, oh, O, oh,
11: O'Reilly Auto Parts. A's cast streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960. KNEW Oakland and KOSF 103.7 FM HD2 San Francisco.